Hello and welcome to Sunnydale Study Group, the podcast for Eternal Scoobies and Buffy Newbies. I'm Omar. I'm Chris. And I'm Holland. And we are joined by a very, very special guest. We've been trying to get her on for the longest time. And now it's happened. We have Dan Hutton. Welcome. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm glad I could finally make it. (laughs) You might recognize Day from uh, several projects like Emma Approved, for example, or Life is Strange. Also that. Uh, And we have her here to discuss Graduation Day Part 1, Episode 21, if I'm not mistaken, of Season 3. Yes. So man, it is. Uh, we got a lot. Mm. Yeah, there's some. There's some fires. There's some fires going. This is part one of our part two that we're gonna releasing on the same day, and we're closing at season three. So this is gonna be huge. So while we can, while it's still around, let's head into the library. All right. Uh, nice. Let's <laughs> soak it in while you can, guys, because we are oh, at sad. the end of season three. Oh. We are at the end of season three, which is crazy. I know it's. Uh been a long high school road and we made it <laughs> yeah or so yeah. far we have. or so far yeah we're now at the this is the last i mean uh, if we make it to the end of the ep- this episode these series of episodes it'll be it'll be a feat it'll be yeah to say the mm-hmm. least. an achievement mm-hmm. yes um and we have uh we have wonderful help to get us there uh Dave, thank you so, so much for being uh for joining us of course i love me some buffy <laughs> great we too yeah. <laughs> awesome seems like i found the right place <laughs> Uh, you are an actor extraordinaire. Oh, wow, thank you, you have quite the witchy uh, presence on social media. Thank you. So it only makes sense. Uh, what's your background in Buffy? Like, when did you start watching Buffy? And okay, and all so that? actually, the first time I ever watched Buffy, I was home sick from school, and right. I I think I just came across it on uh, it was it was repeats. It was on FX, I think, mm-hmm, and it was mm-hmm. the episode where Willow comes back, um, and they can't find. Oh, in the future, yeah. so a future episode of the Yeah, 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 got so it. it was that like was a, well phrased. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, and I was like, oh, and I don't like scary things, and that's kind of a creepy episode. But I was still mm. like, oh, like this is kind of cool. What is? I don't under what? Okay. Um, and then I think that year for Christmas, I asked for Buffy for Christmas, and so I got all of Buffy. Mm-hmm. And my sophomore year of high school went through. Well, then. (laughs) (laughs) And so there's that. And since then, I've probably gone through all of it at least four times. And then, you know, seen various episodes again and again and again, Mm -hmm. like you do. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've only gone through Angel once, which I need to work on because I barely remember any of it. Maybe there'll be an announcement in January that can help you out with that, but I hard for me to say. Which I also started watching while sick. I started watching Angel when I got my wisdom (laughs) teeth pulled out. (laughs) All right. I love a good wisdom teeth Percocet induced. uh, Not to assume that you were on Percocet. (laughs) I'm going to assume you're on Percocet. (laughs) But uh, last when I got my wisdom teeth out, I just did all the Indiana Joneses. Hey, I love those too. Including wait, how recently did you get your wisdom teeth? I didn't watch Crystal Skull. Okay, okay. Uh, was that because, was it a choice or was that you just didn't have the opportunity? Uh, if it was there, I probably would have been like, all right, let's do it. But it wasn't there. It can't. So I think I just watched Neverending Story. Oh, okay. That's a, actually, that's a great, that's a great palate cleanser for Crystal Skull if you if you mm-hmm. need one. Yeah. I'm still not over it. I've only seen it once, actually. Yeah, I've silly. only seen it the one time because I remember I was re-watching because I actually hadn't seen Indiana Jones until high school mm-hmm. so my dad was what? like how have you never seen Indiana Jones and I was like I don't know we never watched it so like it was me and my family watching like all of the Indiana Jones movies like in preparation for Crystal Skull oh, okay got Ooh. it and, and then, then like, we all watched burr, burr. Crystal Skull and then we were like oh, oh okay <laughs> I was like oh well at least uh, can I spoilers about Indiana Jones? Well, I was like yeah. at least I was like at least Marion and Indy get married. That was like the one. Thing that's wait, what? what? I'm just kidding. I saw it, <laughs> but that's, that's the one. See, and that's what yeah. I was like the nine year old. My dad and I watched him when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I was like yeah. the nine year old. My favorite part was like when he tore the hearts out and like when uh, the guy yeah. got squished. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was like my favorite part. And I think back now, I'm like. <laughs> Weird. Why? Weird. I was like, yeah, get him. <laughs> and you say you don't like scary stuff. It's true. I don't. I so. <laughs> but as a smoke, maybe as like a small child, you like got your fill. Yeah, like, maybe. Really I don't know. I guess. I also <laughs> love gypsies, so like, I <laughs> things the, were wrong. The Broadway show. Like 
The Bette Midler version. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> like every Is night. there any other version? No, there shouldn't be. No. No, I'm still waiting for the all Bette Midler Avengers. <laughs> it's coming, I swear to God. <laughs> It'll happen. Uh, so let's, uh, we're not out of the woods yet. Uh, we still have one last day of class. Um, even mm-hmm. if it's just to play Hangman, <laughs> which I think is in this episode, or is yes. that next yeah. episode? Yeah, this episode, that, right? That okay, transition was so good because you immediately go back to like, oh yeah, remember when you were like done with all your tests, but you yeah. still had to go to class, yeah. and you're like, what a waste. You're like, whatever. But that it's great because you're amazing. still like, oh no, Xander doesn't know what's happening, and then it's like Hangman. It's yeah. Like, oh, that's so great. I played so much Hangman. <laughs> yeah. They always go for the E. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, um, but before we're all ready to start uh, getting on our, our summer shorts here in Sunnydale, I, mean, I don't know the transition in Southern California to what get is, ready for summer. Oh, it's always oh, wearing summer. shorts, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's Los Angeles. <laughs> summer uh, shorts, but, but they're your before, summer shorts. Before, before sunny, we're ready but to... But you know, Buffy always has those real thick coats, so it must get really cold specifically in Sunnydale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we <laughs> talked about that in the mm-hmm. last During School special about how it's very misleading because it seems cold in December in, in Sunnydale, but I think it's just because Buffy is always wearing a really stylish sweater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be fair, it's getting really cold at night right now. I'd kill for one of those jackets. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It's the desert. Yeah, yeah. It's Deserts cold get cold. Yeah, mm-hmm. at night too. doesn't matter if it's, yeah, that's, that's very, uh, that's true. Um, but before we empty out our lockers, uh, Chris is going to catch us up on graduation part one in five super easy preparation for the commencement speech sentences. So, Chris, take it away. It's almost time to graduate high school, and everybody's getting nostalgic, but also extremely fearful as the impending doom is coming with the ascension on the rise, and Buffy and the gang are trying to figure out what they will do when Xander lets them know that the announcement, the commencement speaker has been announced for graduation, and it is none other than Mayor Wilkins. I don't know if we need any more sentences, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> we'll roll it out, but yeah, that's yes. <laughs> All right, one. In a hangman class session, through casual... Uh, apocalypse-fearing conversation, Xander reveals that an ascension is on the way, and Anya, who is trying to court Xander, lets him know that she actually witnessed an ascension when she was cursing a shepherd man back in the day. So he brings Anya before Giles and the rest of the struggling gang, and Anya lets them know that when a sorcerer or any kind of person achieves ascension that they turn into not just a casual human tainted demon like vampires or the demons that Buffy's been fighting for her career as a slayer but turn into a giant crazy some kind of mystical monster with the capability of killing entire villages two the mayor stops by the library to taunt the gang with his immortality when Giles stabs him in the heart and nothing happens and it doesn't affect him. And it's very ominous. And so what they discover is through research is that a ascended demon, once in its final form, can be killed. But it took a volcano to kill this demon, the demon Lohesh. So what could they possibly do in order to kill uh, the demon that the mayor is going to become and they are hot on the trail of the mayor because he sent Faith to kill a research man who uh, knew about <laughs> volcano stuff and that leads them hot on the case to realize this connection between the volcanic activity of demon killing and the mayor's ascension. Real quick, I How many lo- times <laughs> did you use hot on the case? <laughs> In that sentence. Like, did I use it a lot? It, it might have just been twice, but like the fact that it was more than once. <laughs> like, I think per average lifetime, one a person is like maybe 0.5 times hot on the case of anything. Like, I don't... <laughs> uh, was that three? That was three. You got two more. All right. Hot on the case. Sorry. Buffy goes to see if she can figure out anything else from this... Um, 
from Lester, the volcanic research man's apartment when she runs into Angel and they get into an argument about their recent breakup when Angel is hit in the shoulder by a arrow that is actually containing a vampire killing poison called the Killer of the Dead. And it is slowly sucking the heart and life out of him when the research of Oz and Willow discover that the only way to cure Angel of this horrible poison that Faith has uh, cursed him with is to drain the blood of a slayer. All right, and now finally, our fifth sentence. Buffy says if Angel needs the blood of a slayer, he's going to get one. So she hunts down Faith in her cushy apartment, and they fight almost to the death. Buffy stabs Faith in the gut with her own knife, but Faith says, you may have killed me, Buffy, but you're not, and it's not gonna save Angel, and throws herself onto a passing truck, leaving Buffy to have to figure out a different solution on how to save Angel. Awesome. There it is. Great. We got it. That's the episode. That's the episode. My, oh my. And what? also, <laughs> Willow and Oz phone. Oh, oh, oh right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And P.S., yeah, Willow and Oz have uh, have apocalyptic panic sex. That's great. <laughs> That's like Oz's panic, yeah. right? Pa- yeah. I'm panicking. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Panicking. <laughs> You're like Seth Green. You whisper uh, so well. Uh, Stop my it, friend, I guess, uh, one of my friends from high school, I don't know if you guys have met her, Megan. I think you met her. Of course, really yeah. Friend. yeah. Um, but she texted me the other day and she was like, I guess I'm... I met Seth Green and I was like, hold on, backtrack. What happened? <laughs> she was like, yeah, I don't know. I met this guy and we were like hanging out and I had no idea. And then afterwards I realized it was Seth Green and I was like, don't tell me this. Don't tell me this information. <laughs> I was like, how did you not know? Well, that's that that is who you were talking I was, to. I was at a party and he walked in and I was like, yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hi, my roommate and I ended up having like a thirty-minute conversation with him about Ready Player One. Oh and my he, god! Like, wow. showed us the, his like basically like fan-made cut trailer because he's like so into Ready Player oh One. My and we were just like, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> yep, yep. We're cool. We're cool. Please, cool. <laughs> yeah. And we laughed and we were just like, oh, oh man, it's Seth Green. I mean, Breck and awesome. Meyer was on my flight once, but that's like all I got. <laughs> <laughs> is his connection to Seth Green the, the Josie and the Pussycats movie? It's, it's du jour. And also Robot Chicken. Okay. Yeah, that's why yeah, he was on the flight. They're, they're near Comic Con because they okay, work together yep. on uh, it's like stupid. What is it? Stupid Monkey? Robot yeah. Chicken? Yeah. Stupid Buddy. Du or Stupid Buddy or whatever. I love yeah. du jour. Du jour. Backdoor Lover. Du jour is friendship. Du jour means friendship. Uh, that means the day the of the day. Yeah, Dejour's. But according uh, to Dejour, Dejour means friendship. Yeah. Well, and also if you watch uh, Can't Hardly Wait, love it. Seth Green is in Can't Hardly Wait. Yes. Yes. He's not in the Super band. Great. Breck and Meyer is in the band. Yeah. And Donald Faison yes, 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 is yes, also yes. in the band. Yes. Seth Green is just in the movie, but it's kind of like the beginnings of Dejour. In my oh, brain. In my whoa. brain. <laughs> well, and both uh uh Tara and Baruka or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. Yeah, like it's it's one of those like weird like I was like two thousand movies where you're like everyone's in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that is yeah. great. Anyway, that was I I found can't hardly wait at a ninety nine cent store or Dollar Tree for two dollars. Mm-hmm. Granted, it was above the market price of most items. <laughs> False advertising. <laughs> yeah, uh, and they also had like pop figurines for two bucks and stuff, which is interesting. Mm. But uh, I got very excited. <laughs> I saw it for the first time like last summer when Rachel Kylie invited me to it was the cinema oh why am I blanking the Cinespia yeah Cinespia okay, um yeah. and it was like a three feet it was uh, oh was it Can't the Harley Ray, oh yeah uh, uh, Cruel Intentions and Scream. All in one night. Mm. Was it the sleepover they do every summer? It's I think it, yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, it this, went all night. Because this yeah. year it was the it was eighties. It was like Heather's Crybaby and uh, I don't. No, it was no, Heather's Crybaby and some other either like Winona or Johnny mm. Depp thing. I just couldn't believe I hadn't seen that movie. I was like, this movie's great. Yeah, I watched, <laughs> I watched it on Netflix like a couple years ago, and I was just like, oh shit. I watched it as a kid quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like Jennifer Love Hewitt and like Lover. At the time, at least. Anyway. It's such a great, because it's like... She hasn't done anything offensive. It's just a, it's just a house... It's Because it's just like a house party movie. It literally just... Yeah. yeah. It just takes place in the course of like a high school house party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people in it. And like, it, it's the perfect... Like, I love movies that are just like... It's a bunch of different stories in like one event. Yeah. Like, in real time. <clears throat> and when those are done well, you're just like, this is the best movie ever. 
It's oh man, that's so good. Mm. We should just do a can't hardly wait podcast. I, that's <laughs> what this has become. Yeah. <laughs> another another instance where well, actually no, I was about to say where Seth Green loses his virginity, but Oz had already lost his virginity. Yeah, yeah. he's like him. cool and fat. Right. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but you know, and the, there's that scene with him and his friend where yeah. they like. Yep. Hated each other through the movie, and then they Oh, with they Lauren bond. Ambrose. Yes. From yes. Uh, Six Feet Under and New X-Files, which is bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> anyway. I'm sorry, Holland. No, it's, it's okay. okay. It's okay. We tried to keep it away from you this but week. They get, but they literally, they get, like, locked in a bathroom. Yep. 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 Man, it's so, yeah. So Buffy. It's great. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a really, uh, so I like that scene a lot between Oz and Willow. Like, I like the whole story of that. Yeah. Uh, and also, if you listen to the commentary on the DVDs, they talk about how, like, it's... Like, this episode's going to be the transformative moment yeah. for Willow. Yeah, and it's like a moment for us as viewers to breathe. Yeah. Because like, everything's so chaotic and panicky and anxious, and then we get to, like, have a moment with them. Mm-hmm. This episode is really mm-hmm. crazy because, I mean, both episodes, but this episode is, like, pretty nuts because uh, it is a bunch of kids preparing for war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is pretty amazing and seeing how everyone yeah. is reacting well, to it. Well, it's this really great, like obvious but awesome metaphor where it's like when you're graduating high school it's you're, you're kind of preparing like preparing for war. well yeah that's the thing it's like you yeah. are leaving school it's like you're going to most people are going to college some people aren't going to college but it's like you're entering the real world yeah. it's yeah. like this is done like everything else from like you're an adult now mm-hmm. so it is it's like preparing for war because the real world sucks so and it, it is it's like this metaphor where they're like literally preparing yeah. for war but like metaphorically the night yeah. before i graduated i had a dream the world ended yeah <laughs> really like, yeah yeah a giant snake monster no no it was multiple volcanoes oh well yeah. that's similar to prevent. That's on, yeah that helps yeah. actually yeah, well. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and i woke up and was like well here we go <laughs> let's graduate yeah. uh that scene with faith is crazy oh, yeah and she kills the professor Mm. That was that's really grim. Cause yeah. is that the second human she's killed? He's not. Cause that's a she's, good question. That they shown. I think that's only well because they do the flashback in the beginning of the episode, where like previously on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and it's her killing Jack, yeah. close um, friend of the podcast, <laughs> friend oh, of the podcast. Uh, we we had um the the actor we did <gasps> an episode, Plotnick. so we yeah. had Jack oh, Jack Plotnick who plays. Oh. Um, and Tom Lang, because it was through Tom Lang, so, like, they, we had them, we literally, like, I had a really embarrassing interaction with Jack Plotnick <laughs> last, um, in last January. I was, it was after, I went to Broadway Con, and mm-hmm. we were at the after party, and he was there, and I was with, um, Ryan Simpkins and my other friend, and I told him, I was like, oh my god, that's Jack Plotnick, like, he's so cool, like, I was like, he's in Buffy, and he, like, does all this awesome stuff, like, Seth Desky, like, whatever, and... My friend was like, okay, great. And like they went up to him and they were like, our friend is really excited to meet. And I was just like, no. And it was this really embarrassing interaction where I was like, hi, yeah. Like, I was really upset over your fictional death. Like, um. <laughs> and I'm sure he loved it. But he was kind of like, okay. Like, no, I'm sure he, he's like so nice. It might have been like just awkward for both of us. And I was, I was just Oh, so embarrassed. God, this just happened. Let it go. He, I'm sure, on maybe he wasn't showing it at the time, but if I know Jack from that two-hour conversation we had for this, that he would have loved that someone gave that (laughs) joke. Okay, okay, I feel better now knowing that it was just a weird moment. Yeah, Yeah. he always he wants Finch to get all the love he can. (laughs) Yeah, great. Yeah, but that's a because he she kills Finch accidentally. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. and then she starts doing a lot of. Horrible activity demons. for the mayor. Yeah. But I think that Lester is the first time that she actively, murderously, sadistically takes the life of an innocent person. Of a hu- well, no, there was the guy who they were going to make the deal with, right? The demon. And she kills the demon. She kills a demon. Yeah. yeah which and is he was similar. A, he just wanted 5K, right? Yeah, there's that he demon. He was a very humanistic demon. And as we learn, a demon-human hybrid... Because we realize that yeah. we realize that all the demons that we've dealt with before this have been demon human hybrids. Right. Which is a game. Which theory. opens up the right. show to like this like crazy Lovecraftian. Where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you've killed yeah. demons, you've actually killed half humans. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Buffy, you don't kill anyone. Well, you have. Yeah. So. Whoa. I yeah, I don't know. Extrapolated like, that way. That's yeah. crazy. Because yeah. <laughs> you think of every demon yeah. she's killed, cut that in half. That's but how many they've lost she's their killed. humanity. So like, yes, right? they weren't like, human babies. They're just yeah. tainted by the human world, right? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, they're... 
Were I mean, they, they, just, they just describe them. They describe they them from? as I don't know. They describe like the them as hybrids. So it's like if you're a hybrid, then well, maybe they yeah. started human and then were like that's what millions I of thousands mm. of years ago. I, you know, it's like that's yeah. how I saw it as like an evolutionary oh, thing, maybe. rather than like these are all were once humans and yeah. turned demon. It was just like there's more humanity in this than the pure giant. Demon. Interesting. I saw it as like an LAX thing where <laughs> like they're like people can pop into our dimension from other oh, dimensions. Okay. But like once you're in LAX, you're like a little LA. <laughs> like you're just like inherently a little LA. Like you walk in, you're like, I guess I'll get soy milk now instead. Uh, <laughs> and then like a few hours later you're like, I guess I get almond milk instead of soy. Joss doing great work this episode yep. specifically. I love the, the the Xander. I mean, I'm I try to bring it up as often as I can. I love Anya. She's my favorite oh, forever. God. Yeah. Uh, the Anya Xander scene is adorable, but I love even just there's two just like scene transitions there where he mentions Ascension and then she gets this look and then Xander brings it in and usually Xander's like what I love about both these episodes and we'll talk about the second part. And what Xander's involvement is in that, (laughs) but Xander's actually incredibly helpful in this. Yeah, where it's like in the end of in the high school years, we've especially as we've revisited it as adulter-ish people, there we see how awful and annoying and teenage boy Xander is. But I feel like the reason that Xander generally is reflected upon so positively is as the show goes on, he becomes a better person yeah and i think that season three and after like the cordelia relationship ends and the anya relationship begins he becomes actually useful and that when wesley is like xander if you don't have anything constructive to add and that whole like if you want to know about an ascension meet the only person who's ever been to one yeah and then anya's brought back in and anya has her own useful reason to even be part of the gang so it's like Anya isn't really just like casually brought in. It's like, oh, Anya actually has something that no one else has. Yeah, which is yeah. This like mm-hmm. history of like almost like I think that's why her and Giles get along so well. Yeah. Is that like they connect on this level of like demon history and they understand the stakes. And if any, she's kind of like a super, she's thousands of years older than Angel. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that about that whole sequence leading up. And then the mayor comes in. It's like, is that, like, Graduation never stops being super tense. Yeah. Right up until the end of it. And what is really, what I like about this episode, like there's a lot of like political turmoil going on right now. And before, which I have never really like consciously lived through as much as what's going on right now Mm -hmm. uh, as like an adult, like living in it. And it's crazy because like watching these episodes, like I remember when I first watched this two-parter, I was like, it's weird that they go along with their day-to-day but now that we're like going through like all this like international turmoil and stuff like that, it's like, oh no, that is how it happens. Yeah, like you there can't are stop like, living your life. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. and that's like so. It's the like, problem, yeah, I your guess personal problems don't disappear. Exactly, like yeah, you have to finish school and stuff like that, even though this is in the background and you know sure. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which is really crazy. They're uh, dealing with like hardly anyone else knowing about it. Yeah, too. yeah, like, yeah. Which is, yeah, it's all, yeah, it's a lot. And it's, like, such a great way to kick off the end of, of season three. Uh, yeah, it's like the Willow Oz moment reflects that, where it's yeah. like, and I like that, and this is something in the, the next episode that we'll get into further as well, but where Willow's talking about the guilt that she feels mm. for, yeah. like, kind of actually loving what's going on. Mm. Yeah. Because I was even reflecting on 2016, and there's this whole sort of almost, like, decided truth of, like, historically, 2016 was really awful, but I was looking back on 2016 personally, and for the most part, it was actually pretty great. Yeah. That's, yeah, like, I want <laughs> It's one of those, no, Sorry. I mean. Okay. Not for day. It's one of those things where I've had really terrible things happen this year, but I saw, this is going to sound so cheesy, but I saw one of those, like, Facebook posts going around where someone, like, shared something where. Uh, they were like, at the beginning of the year, like, take an empty jar, and then every time something good happens throughout this year, kind of, like, write it mm. down and put it in the jar. Oh, that's I need cool. To do that. And then at the end of the year, well, it's the thing, and then it's, like, at the end of the year, kind of, like, go through mm-hmm. and, like, look at all these positive things that have happened. So sure. it's, like, I've, like, lost jobs, like, I've had a bunch of, I've had a really, uh, it's been a, I mean, everyone's had, like, a crazy year. Um, a lot of people died. Anyway, but it's like, mm-hmm. it's been not great. Um, but then, yeah, like looking back on it right now, I'm trying to be like, hey, what are some good things that 
happened because I feel like I've been very focused on all the terrible things that have happened this year. Yeah. But like there must have been, I think there are some positive things that probably happened this year, but it's nice when you get to the end of something or when you're like going through something that's really like shitty um, to just be like, okay, like I need to take a step back and try and think of like some good things that happened or else I'm just going to like bury myself alive. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really healthy thing to do like i have I, I haven't written it down as much but like i remember like there was a time earlier this year when chris like we need we did uh perf- we got to perform some hamilton stuff with hamilton's mm-hmm. uh, at pbs socal mm-hmm. right before they premiered uh like the first 20 minutes of uh hamilton's america mm-hmm. uh and it was a moment where like afterwards they were like thanking us first of all we got to also perform we didn't perform directly with them but uh share the stage with an amazing improv team that does improvise shakespeare and so that was, like, crazy because I love those guys. But then, like, we got uh, some, like, PBS mugs. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was looking at it, and I've, like, grown up as, like, a PBS kid. Like, I just, like, watched PBS, like, nonstop as a kid because uh, my parents didn't want to pay for BBC America. <laughs> they were like, this is good enough. It's the same stuff. Uh, <laughs> there's, a B, there's a B in there. Exactly. There's a B in there, and, and everyone speaks with accents, and they watch the news and get excited about it. Uh, and, <laughs> and there's lots of stuff about gardening. And... Uh, and like I remember looking at the mug and being like, "This is this is it. Like this is I. This is as good as I need it to get in terms of like uh, feeling like personally like I've hit an achievement." And it was a moment where I was like, "All right, 2016 is nuts, but I have this mug." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, That's nice. you know, yeah, it's gonna anchor exactly for your yeah. 2016 mm-hmm. to have like a few points like that. I think is really that's a really good idea. I like that jar yeah. idea a lot. Well, yeah, I mean. It's- not my idea, but it's like it's one of those things where you see it and you're just like, it's yeah, so like that's what I need. It's mm-hmm. like it's just something like that where you're like, I, I do, I really focus on the negatives. You're yeah, kind of making your so. own yearbook in a way, yeah, yeah right? That's cool, that's really it, cool. Yeah, that's always because I'm also one of those people that gets really nostalgic about things, so I do sure. like to look back on things. Mm-hmm. So that I don't know, but it seems like it. Yeah, and it's kind of like the, um, you know, our situations are. It, it's important to recognize the immediate safety of our day-to-day uh, in light of such historical challenges because I think that, we, you know, we look at these stories that we love like Buffy or Harry Potter or Star Wars and stuff like that and it's always these stories of a group of focused friends loving and celebrating life with each other in light of incredibly violent and dark circumstances. That's true. Yeah. Like Buffy's story, it's like Buffy is always going through something horrifically awful. Yeah. And obviously that's fictionalized storytelling, but the metaphor of it is that even while the grand picture is bleak and everything seems hopeless, that on an individual level, you it's it's the reason that Buffy makes quips when she's facing down evil. Right. It's mm-hmm. the reason that Xander and Willow joke as they're approaching death, it's like that's that you have to do that, yeah, in order to get through, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And I think that that's kind of a and that's represented in this episode mostly through Willow and Oz and a little bit Xander, um, and Anya because that's starting to, to bud, yeah. But uh, the another thought I wanted to get into was what Buffy stabbing Faith means in terms mm. of like the grand arc of the season. Because there's been that whole thing of, okay, there's Faith, who's the evil slayer, bringing out the dark side of Buffy. Faith goes fully to the dark side, and then Buffy, in order to save Angel, decides, I'm going to take Faith's life, and yeah. I'm going to be like Faith. Because yeah. as far as Buffy knows, she has killed Faith. Yeah. That was her goal. Sure. She yeah. went in there with the intention of killing her. I feel like she goes into this place of, like, like we're talking about with humanity, it's like, well, Faith lost hers. So, like, how much of a human is left in there? Mm. But I think she does She does deal with the guilt of it, right, for a while. Like, she's, mm. she still, like, struggles with it. But yeah. it's mm. this thing of, like, for the greater good <laughs> to get all mm. Grindelwald on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Grindelwald. Yeah, it is crazy because it's, like, she, in terms of the, because the, Wesley gets a lot of crap this <laughs> season yeah and wesley is seen as such a negative person in the crew but wes is kind of the only person for a minute that's actually being like let's not forget about the fact that a giant demon is about to devour this town and they're like shut up wesley we need to save angel yeah 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 and what i love about the crew is that they all kind of are like yeah no once like even xander 
And oh my god, that line, which is just so awful, is that he's like, where Oz discovers what the, the cure is, uh-huh. and he's like, yeah. well, he's like, come on, the suspense is killing Angel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my the jokes. God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, One crazy, great little moment that I like in this episode am- amidst all the doom and gloom is uh, Willow's conversation with the vending machine. Yeah. <laughs> At the beginning where she where she's like, oh, vending machine. I always wear a rupee or you always give me a coat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that and also like Willow's conversation with like Harmony when they're like signing yearbooks. Oh, yeah. yeah they have like very vivid memories of just like <laughs> swapping yearbooks with people that like you didn't really talk to all year weren't really friends with but like all of a sudden you're just like oh like let's swap your books like oh my god bff and just like but it's not like not really you just just get like tags we're getting signatures in a yearbook sort of like the proto or pre like facebook or twitter like like system right totally um i don't know i mean i i guess i had facebook in high school yeah i mean i had facebook yeah i did not i did not <laughs> just the so end of that. it. Just, just the end of it. All you could do was write on walls. I mean, really. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even play mafia back then. Uh, words with friends, wasn't play it? Play graffiti. Do the, mm-hmm. the graffiti apps. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh, was, like the, it was like this yeah. weird thing where it's like your good friends. You would like give them the book for like a period or so, so they yeah. could like, actually like, write a whole thing. But then there were just like people that would want to sign your yearbook that you just like kit. Didn't really. Well, it was it was hags. Hags. Because I remember the first time my mom saw hags in a yearbook, she was like, why is this person writing hags? And I was like, it means have a great summer or have a good summer. I'll have to I go was like, back. look who wrote it. My mom was like, oh. That's, it's always weird when you look back on your yearbooks. I'm going to go take a look. I know. I'm like, where, like, where are they <laughs> When I go home for Christmas, I'm just going to be like. There's going to be like long heartfelt things from people I don't talk to anymore. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. That's all it's going to be. Maybe it'll re-inspire you to be friends with them again. Maybe. <laughs> Seems like it's been too long. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, who knows? You know. Do you guys have any, did you guys have a specific yearbook approach to sign people's stuff that you might not know? Like, did you guys do, like, the HAGS or KIT as, like, a default if you didn't know them, or? Um, I, I never wrote out, like, I never, like, actually wrote HAGS. Uh-huh. I might have been, like, like, have literally written out, like, have a great summer, like, I can't wait to see you next year. Like, have good, like, good luck in college. Uh-huh. Or, like, I tried not to fall into just mm-hmm. doing that because you know mm-hmm. it's a thing at that point. Yeah, like, you don't want to just do that. So I think I tried to put a personal spin, but I went to like a small private Catholic school anyway, so there wasn't like a ton of people that were coming up to me that I didn't know. Yeah, like, that just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So you know, in fact, mm-hmm. I the next part two. I was saving some questions for part two, but now I'm thinking about it. Part two has a lot that goes on in it. Uh, in terms of sort of the conclusion of season three, so I'll I'll go ahead and ask this question right now because this is like the this is the last day of school, like it's part one, mm. graduation day, part one. Uh, what were your guys's last day of high school like? Uh, for some reason, I'm remembering my last day of middle school more than my last day of high school. Really? I don't uh, know what why. was that. I can't well, even I remember just, that. Well, I just more. remember yeah. because they played the same three songs over the intercom on repeat, and it was Pop Rocks and Coke, Good Riddance, and um, some other some other. But it wasn't Green Day, but it was some other song about like oh, uh, it was it was, it was it was no 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 it was Vitamin C. It was oh uh, okay that makes sense. But it was great because yeah, it was like it was literally like Good Riddance, but also Pop Rocks and Coke because they're like this song, and then yeah, and then uh graduation or whatever by vitamin C and just like on repeat all day and that's my biggest thing that I remember. So your announcements were just going on the entire time in the background of class just playing two Green Day songs the, and one just, vitamin C song? It was just the music that was on. Well the biggest thing that I remember about <laughs> my my high school is uh, I remember when we because I had a really small graduating class I think it was like 69 people and um, when we practiced our walk we did it to Halo. <laughs> Because Halo was really big at the time, so our principal just played Halo. Beyonce so, Halo? Yeah, so instead of the graduation march, we just did it to Halo. So that became our, like, last song. That's, that's the biggest thing I literally great. remember yeah. nothing. That's I, it was probably just another day where you don't yeah. do anything, and you went to class, and yeah. you were like, okay, bye. That's so crazy. I don't remember. most distinct fun thing, I suppose, would be we did a Senior Follies where Senior Follies was a tradition where the senior class always got to do a, a show of two nights of sketches to basically roast the school. 
And <laughs> our dangerous. our class was kind of we were somewhat notorious. We were a pretty close class even like throughout middle school. Like we all knew each other since kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And so what I didn't really realize until actually now post school is because our class actually still gets together a lot. And I've noticed that like my sister's class and a lot of others, they don't do that. But I remember we freshman year in a pep rally, we kind of like made our presence known in a pep rally where we had to do the tug of war against the seniors. And what we did was there was like all these like big strong seniors and we just let the rope go when it started Uh, and they all fell. And that was sort of our first like, you know, hello, this is us. We're obnoxious (laughs) and loud. And so we did Senior Follies, and I was one of the directors of it, and it was very funny. In some cases, probably more hurtful than it needed to be, Um, but you're kids, and that's apparently what happens. Uh, One specific sketch that I remember was me and my friend Angeline sang A Whole New World, but what we did was we had it be my friend Sean, who was notorious for dating freshmen. Mm -hmm. He, what a reputation to have. All right. Sean was, uh, the idea was that he was bringing a freshman girl to a senior party. Okay. And we sang A Whole New World as he like showed her all the different things. And our friend Christina Stark, who was in our class, maybe I shouldn't say her name, but she was like, <laughs> she was the shortest. So we had her be like the young kid, but right. like, to personify youth, we had her in like a Peter Pan type onesie. Okay. <laughs> being like, I don't know, Sean, maybe I shouldn't come. And so... <laughs> There was this there was this one incredibly sketch uh guy who was the aide of the female basketball team who later like was revealed was doing all this terrible stuff. I won't definitely won't say his name. But we had an ongoing character of him throughout the whole show, like popping up in weird contexts. And we had him like popping up throughout this party. And then the the sketch was deemed so offensive that we weren't allowed to do it the second night. So what we did was we still did it. But we flipped it to make it that she was bringing him to a freshman party and that it was just like a kid's party. And like Sean, instead of like drinking alcohol and taking shots, was like pounding like like bubbles and <laughs> stuff like that. But then at the end where it's like in the first one, it's like Sean puts her to bed and then like the creepy guy like looks over the couch at her. And then the second night she puts Sean to bed and then the creepy guy looks over the couch <laughs> at him. Anyway, I'm sorry if that's weird, but that was... Uh, <laughs> That was uh, that was one of the things that sticks out. <laughs> That's your memory. There it is. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. It was like hold your breath. It gets better. Was like she was like taking a hit of a bowl. And, like, you <laughs> this know, is nuts. It, it was yeah. It was deemed uh, unapproved by, uh, <laughs> by the very umbrage type vice principal who was hot on our asses all the time. I mean, also, it's like high school, not college. I feel like that one of those one of those things works really well in college, but in high school, you're mm-hmm. still like, it's still illegal. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's still not great. Yeah. It is an interesting moment because like you're about to launch, I would say middle school into high school counts as well. Like you're, when you're about to launch out of anything you've known, mm. you know, like, that's a pretty big deal to go from high school to the future. Right. To be uh, on your own. Yeah. 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 Like, I know. I mean, I didn't get, I don't remember getting too emotional, but, like, there's there was definitely, like, crying amongst the seniors. I remember mm-hmm. more of other people's, other classes' last days, because they would get, like, seeing these people that, like, were in, you know, student government and stuff like that, and were always, like, these strong, like, pillars of the school community, like, breaking down and crying and being sad that they won't, like, have their daily routine with each other. So I also think that I don't like daily routines. I was probably stoked to get out of high school. I was probably just like, I don't have to go to the same classes every day. Like I have a Monday, Wednesday, Friday class or a Tuesday, Thursday class. Great. I don't remember being very like either way about it. Like it was just, this is what we do next. (laughs) I don't know. I don't remember having any particular. Where was it? Where were you from? I'm from Orange County. Okay. I went to school. I went to college for a year in Jersey and then three years in Chicago. We're in Jersey. Drew University. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't We're in Chicago. Uh, Columbia College. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> hey, you guys got me. <laughs> uh, and where's yeah. Orange County? I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> well, in a bubble. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, I'm kind of with you where I don't actually remember my last day. I mean, like, I wasn't that much 
like crazy close friends with underclassmen. So it was like, oh, my friends that I see now, I see them all summer. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. what? There's no yeah, yeah. Like, you still have a whole summer with these people. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. And also, like the way that UCSB worked and certain UCs work, like the school starts way later. I think it starts mm. like at the end of August, maybe sure. the beginning of September. I, I started late like that too. Yeah, there's some schools. I think like Berkeley. A lot of my Berkeley friends like disappeared, and those were the weird. It was weird that they were gone and mm. started school because they were in the semester, so they started like really early. Sure. And so, but. For the rest of us, we we're like, we just have like months of doing nothing. <laughs> so that was that was interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I mean, there's a lot. Great. Uh, I mean, no, I think I, I, I that sentence was, was going to keep going, yeah. but that I was, thought it was too. I think I was just. I think I was just really excited to leave high school. Yeah. Like, I was really excited to yeah. leave high school. I was to really excited to leave college. Yeah, I mean, just every time I've been in school, I've just been very excited to leave and go on to the next thing. Mm. Makes sense. Did you play on to the next one? <laughs> no? You didn't want to break up that no. marathon of Halo and Green Day that you had going on? <laughs> <laughs> we had, uh, I think it was called the California Music Channel. I might have already talked about this, and by the time that I've talked about this and been talking about it now, I've forgotten what exactly it's called. It's not CMT, because it's the country, country music, music television. Channel. Yeah, which my dad loved. I really liked CMT when I was young. Uh, that's why you and my dad get along. Yeah, that and your wine. Dad's great. You guys should just watch CMT and drink wine together. <laughs> Best friends. That would be his like. That would be his Christmas. Honestly, is if he could just have that on. Uh, but uh, I mean, like I remember, like there was like a like the not local access, but just like a local channel. Uh, had like this dude, uh, Chewy, who like cult. He was just like a VJ and would just like run music videos, and uh, Chewy. He, and then I remember, like, I came home after graduation of middle school, and I put on that channel because I just watched it, even though it was just music videos, because that's the thing you could do back in the day before YouTube. <laughs> and he was just like, all right, shout out to everybody who's graduating today. And then he played Vitamin C's graduation. Mm-hmm. And I was so emotionally touched because I was like, wow, Chewie knew that I was graduating. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's amazing. That meant a lot to me, and I have no idea where he is now. But, I, yeah, that was great. He just sat in front of a green screen and projected stuff in the back and just played music videos for kids. That's great. Yeah. So that's a. I think that's the only big graduation day memory I have. Yeah. No giant demons. No giant. Yeah. Right. No. So except it. for the ones we face ourselves, you know. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, those are always there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys have any memorable commencement speeches? <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't even that know. That sounds who, about right. <laughs> I don't even know who talked at my college graduation. Like high school was like. I went to Catholic school. Like they didn't bring in anyone. It's just like when people talk. I don't know. The priest talked. Whatever. <laughs> I don't even remember. But the coolest thing about my college graduation was that we got to graduate in the Chicago Theater. Whoa. Yeah. Because up until it was our, our my class it was their first year. Because up until then they did it at like one of the other colleges spaces. But oh, it was the year we graduated. They had like the G four. Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, yeah. And like yeah. one other huge convention was coming through, so the space we normally graduated in was booked like a year in advance. The and they G4 were like, Summit. "Oh, what do we do? Oh, okay, Chicago Theater." And I think they've done it there ever since. But wow. we, so I got got my diploma uh, like on the stage of the Chicago Theater. Hmm. So like that's cool. I don't remember who talked, but it wasn't anyone. But you were there. It wasn't anyone notable. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, my my old roommate and really good friend was a val- our valedictorian, so she spoke. I remember that. That's cool. <laughs> um, but yeah. My college graduation was interesting. I had, there was, well, there was the Tisch graduation and Whoopi Goldberg was our speaker, but then there was the big NYU graduation, and maybe I've told this before, but the speaker was Hillary Clinton. Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hillary oh. Clinton. Secretary Hillary Clinton. Gonna one up all of us. And it was the, uh, it was the like the recession had like just happened though, so it was like incredibly bleak. Mm. Oh. And like the speeches were like, hey, oh, <laughs> it's gonna be bad. <laughs> it's gonna be bleak and bad. And Hillary was like every person, like all like the student representatives that speak was like very classic. What you'd assume like a youth speech would be, where they were saying, in light of the economic recession. And then Hillary brought that up as well, and she basically was advertising for people to get jobs in the State Department. Ooh. She was like, we're hiring. And they never filled those jobs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know that. 
<laughs> that's uh huh. Whoopi was amazing though. That's great. Yeah, Whoopi yeah. said some Whoopi slapped my hand as she came down the aisle. That's nice. amazing. Nice. Yeah. Wow. I mean I like reached out to I, I initiated the high five. She didn't like go. Dove into it. Yeah. I like climbed over people. But, like, she was just standing yeah. there. And I just she slapped me away. And, yeah. But I blocked uh, it with my hand. Yeah, right. Okay. So it was like a high five. Yeah. Uh, at my high school graduation, my buddy Sean Kelly. Uh, oh yeah! Congratulations yeah. to him and his wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's getting married soon, and I'll be uh, officiating that. Oh, wow! Uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, he was a he was uh, one of our uh, speakers, and his speech started with uh, the sentence. Today we stand at the precipice, and at my high school, everyone burst out laughing because the word precipice was very big, <laughs> and that was funny. <laughs> like the crowd like burst out laughing as if like it was like an onion joke or something where they're like <laughs> precipice. <laughs> what a great word to use at an academic <laughs> celebration. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, why was it so? Why did you guys like that word so much? People just thought it was funny that there was a word that was big. <laughs> That's legitimately. It's like, you know, how, like, uh, John Cleese's, like, documentary about what things are funny and, like, when there's, like, a giant cat that's going through London. He's like, it's funny because it's a giant cat. Pe- for people, it was, it's funny because it's a word that are normally small, but this one happens to be big. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah. And that's our bell, uh, which means we are almost out of time, but luckily we've got a little bit extra, so we get to do an extracurricular activity. It means we're going to make something up on the spot right now inspired by part one of graduation day. So, Holland, what is it? Mm. not part two part one that wasn't part for Holland one. that was for you I know you understand uh, how this works no I feel like I'm I'm really focused on like yearbook entries okay okay so I kind of want to do hmm I'm trying to think the best way to do like a yearbook entry like maybe we all do our own yearbook entries or like maybe like what's the maybe whose yearbook are we signing specific yeah like I feel like we should be signing with are we signing Willows or Buffy? Because she's the one who's like hot on signatures. Yeah, she's maybe big... we're signing Willows, or maybe it's like what Willow Rowan are your books? Oh, maybe. got it. That's like good. I like that. Layer in. What does Willow think of me? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Which is does that work? Or is it both? Hmm. I mean, what is? I like it. Yeah. I think it's great. I mean, what's easier? Because I'm just thinking what I would say, and it's like, what am I setting myself up for? <laughs> uh, I can start. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Let's cue some uh, some yearbook music here. All right. Hey guys. Uh, hey. Yeah, y'all got your signatures from your Willow mm-hmm. messages, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. Like everyone's yearbook. She's so yeah. nice. No, I, I I found her on the stairwell, and I kind of like not like cornered her, but like I was just really excited. I was mm. like, you're just so smart. Your brain is so big. Can you please just, I feel like whatever you write is going to be really intelligent. It's going to look really good. <laughs> that's, that's pretty, yeah. That's yeah. right. <laughs> uh, I'll read mine if you guys want to share yours yeah. later. Sure, that's, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, let me open it up here. Oh, this is great. Hey, Omar. Uh, thanks for all your involvement in the AV club. It's awesome. Also enjoy being part of your, in your plays. It's really nice. Aww. It's very Aww. nice. Shout out. Hey. Uh, I got to design the costumes for a talent show back in the day. I don't know if you guys remember that, but it was, uh, it was a weird one. Yeah. It was a weird one. I wasn't one. really sure what was happening with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they uh, they delivered the hell out of those Antigone monologues. Yeah. Uh, and you did a great job with the with the robes. Thanks. Uh, or togas? Uh, uh, curtains. Curtains. <laughs> yeah, okay. or curtains. Uh, clever. <laughs> creative. A belt does a lot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then let's see here. She's written something underneath. Uh... Uh, sorry I never wanted to be in any of your movies. That's fine. Oh. <laughs> but I appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate that she wrote that. That's great. I'm going to miss Willow. That's very nice. Yeah. Yeah, she very didn't, nice. you know. Yeah. She wasn't dishonest with you. Exactly. I appreciate nice. that. Yeah. How about you, Holland? Uh, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll read it. It's, a, it's, it's pretty good. I like it. Um, so she says, Holland, dash. It's pretty pretty long dash. It's a good dash. Um, I'll never forget that time. <laughs> this is... This is actually a funny story. Um, so there's there's one time that I was in, I was in the lab like after hours because um, I was behind on a project and I was trying to figure some stuff out. Um, and I saw Willow come in and she seemed to be like working on something. She had all these cool kind of like potion-y looking things. So I like went up to her. Um, anyway, so she's like, I'll never forget the time um, I ran into you in the science lab after school um, and you came up to me uh, and was asking me about like what I was making because it looked like a potion. Uh, sorry that I deflected your questions and didn't really answer to answer you. I was just very busy. Um, wish we could have became better friends. 
Signed, Willow. Aww. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I was interrupting something, but she's very nice about it. That's great. Uh, That's okay. nice and but, you know, specific. She, was, she yeah. was just really busy. Yeah. It's cool that she remembered that. That I thought the moment was really awkward, so it's cool that she just wrote about it. Oh, that's great. Book, so I can remember it. Oh. Sure. I guess it wasn't that bad. Yeah. How about you, Chris? Oh, um, Willow? Yeah, she wrote something in mine. She wrote... Back, okay. Uh, yeah, she wrote... Hey! With five Y's and an exclamation point. No specific name. I don't know if she actually remembers mine. <laughs> okay. But I had her, I was in Miss Calendar's class, so I took oh, her. She, okay. she took over that, that when it was done. Uh, and she said, Hey! Hope that you enjoyed your time at Sunnydale. Another exclamation point. Great. Mario teaches typing, and I sure hope he did a better job than I did, because it was always funny seeing you not paying attention during class. Ha ha. <laughs> oh, all right. So well, she you know, knew that you were she the knew class. That I, and yeah. she knew that I, and I was always playing Mario teaches typing. Yeah. So she noticed that. <laughs> Said, maybe there's more for you after this. Enjoy your summer. Which is a little different than have a good summer. Yeah, yeah. And then she just and signed. And was specific with the story. She did. Yeah. She had the one thing we connected over, and then she just signed it. W. Ooh. Ooh wow. All right. Like the hotel. Great. Oh, wow. Yeah. Exciting. How about you, Day? Okay, yeah. Um, I got I got a signature from her. She said some stuff. Let's see. It says, hey Day, exclamation point. Nice. Ooh. And it then Name. Yeah, you know. Um, it says, I've always enjoyed seeing you in English class and swapping book recommendations. Sorry about returning that one book to you a little damaged. Uh hope you got this stains out. Oh. Interesting. Willow. Aww. Awesome. Did you get the stains out? Um, you know, it looked kind of like blood, so I kind of just threw the book away. Oh, okay. oh that's a good yeah. idea. But, you know, she's really nice about it, and it wasn't an important book, so, you know, I just bought another copy. You know? Great. I, she must have, like, been cooking or something and cut herself. Yeah, um, yeah. While she was reading. Or, like, gardening. Maybe. With the book with the, near her. Yeah, I could... I mean, paper, some gardening paper cuts. Paper cuts. Yeah. When you're like really into you're a like book. You're like super excited yeah. about a book. Yeah. Just turn the page and mm. you're just like, oh no. Too enthusiastic yeah. with the page yeah. turns. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. Happens. Well, thanks for signing our book. Thanks for signing our books, Willow. <laughs> that was the. Uh, now I need you guys to sign mine. Oh yeah, cool. Tags. There yeah. you go. Tags. Sorry. Kit. <laughs> Kit. All right, and that is graduation day part one. Stay tuned because part two is coming right up. We're releasing these both back to back, so you'll get it right now. Uh, so, you know, keep your bags uh, unpacked, keep your books open, and we'll talk to you in a few minutes. Bye! Morning. Energy up. Uh, actually, really quick, let's do a quick mind meld. Let's see if we can get it. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do mind meld where okay. we're all going to say a word. Okay. And then we're going to see if we can say the same I word. I love this next. game. Okay, great, great. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot we're playing with day. Uh, <laughs> all right. So on the count of three, we all say our word. One, two, three. Stars. Stars. Taco. Skeleton. December. <laughs> okay. Mm. About it, and mm -hmm. see if we can connect it. Three, two, one. Food. 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 Fall. Jesus. Christmas. Mm. Okay. Let's try again. One, two, three. Holiday. Holiday. Oh, my God. oh my God. Weird. Well, I think we're ready to record. <laughs> that never wow, happened. that's the first time what only ever. Heck, guys? Wow, that was really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness.